0: Hello,
1: and welcome
0: to I Spit In Your Mouth,
1: an Uki Spooky Podcast.
0: We are your hosts. I'm Dottie Spartans.
1: And I'm Gulia Spartans.
0: And we are your sinful specters that are going to take you on this Uki Spooky ride.
1: I mean, it's a ride.
0: And it, it may, or may or may not, not be Uki Spooky. spooky. spooky.
1: <laughs> but it's definitely going to be dumb.
0: Oh, you can guarantee Guarant that it is going to tea. be dumb. We have a super special guest today all the way from Texas. Yeehaw! <laughs> I doubt that she will ever say yeehaw. You know what? Maybe she does. I don't I, know. We'll find out. Well, we're going to ask her.
1: Because we're actually recording the intro before we record the rest of the podcast. I know. Because I was kind of on time today.
0: Kind of on time. We're actually really, really impressed with Gulia today. Um, and I did it. We're shocked. Car, car, like, listen. Carbon Kills is over there, my daughter, Shock. who has changed her name from Carmen to Carbon. carbon. And, um, we like Carbon. She's over there. She's she's shocked. So
1: Car- Carbon is a bit more of a suiting family name. Or yeah. spooked. Yeah, it's more she's spooky. Spooked. She's she, spooked. She, Car- Carmen got spooked and she turned into Carbon.
0: Car- yes, Carbon Kills. So <laughs> um, before we let you know who our special guest is, um, how are things going with you, Gulia? I'm alive and that's really all we can ask that's literally all we can ask of you
1: allergies are whooping my fucking ass up here in the northeast Mm -hmm. um i woke up this morning with my left eye just running like a leaky faucet um besides that i you know i'm here
0: yeah uh you know what i am i'm the same uh work has been really stressing me out but um you know i have a week off coming up starting with my birthday yeah so um oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so i mean, Oh by the
1: way, fuck the New York DMV. Yes.
0: If you work for the New York DMV, fuck you. Correct. Uh but no, I do. I have um so I work so this this episode is coming out um the day before Mother's Day, and by that point I'll already be on my vacation for a week.
1: Mother.
0: So excited. So um, fucking vacation. Um the day before Mother's Day and also the day before my birthday. So uh feel is free. Your birthday Mother's day this yes year? it is. May oh, that sucks. That was me. That was me. That was the cat. My fucking cat. Yes, so my birthday is on Mother's Day this year. If you feel like sending me a, um, a birthday gift, uh, you can do it in the form of a Venmo. Um, I didn't get
1: to ask for a birthday gift. All so if you'd like to send me a birthday
0: <laughs> gift, you can uh, send it to me at uh, at dotty-spartans on Venmo. I accept um, all kinds of monetary gifts.
1: And I mean, I, since we never got to talk about my birthday.
0: You can also send Ghoulia one.
1: Yeah, my Venmo is at E M B O M B H E R and yeah. bomber.
0: Yeah, send send both of us birthday gifts.
1: Yeah, I like money. Yeah, and also I need it because I live in the Northeast.
0: I need it because I just bought a um, four hundred and twenty six dollar pair of tits. So. True,
1: I grew mine myself.
0: You did. I I was not blessed with such a. Um, a, I mean, would you really want to grow the tits that I have? No. The tits that you <laughs> have would ruin my back. I would be on a stretcher for the rest of my life.
1: It's not that bad. I feel like because I'm built very... brolicky.
0: Okay. She's um, brolic.
1: <laughs> I have wide shoulders, and I feel like it just kind of helps to carry the weight. Well, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of brolic women... <laughs> I'm so excited for our next guest. Oh, um, to tell her you said that's that. That's fine. Um, also Gulia is very excited about our I next am. guest. Uh, so I rarely get excited. She is
1: I don't have feelings.
0: Ooki spooky. Very Ooki spooky. From the the biggest state. And no, it's scariest. Wait, is Alaska the biggest state or is I don't know. Yeah. Girl, okay. The I second forget big, about Alaska. I don't know. I don't know. Texas. What's is... the biggest state? Who knows? Email us. I can Google is, it, but She emails. is from a, a state that has some lovely Tex-Mex. And, um, but also
1: a lot of fucking racists. A
0: lot of racists and the Dallas Cowboys. So, <laughs> we're very excited to introduce our Ookie spooky guest, musician and spooky drag. Spooky, spooky,
1: spooky drag. Spooky drag artist. It is Alaska.
0: It is Alaska. Oh, damn it. Here she is. The lovely, the talented...
1: But never on the same day.
0: Oh, no! I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. She's amazing. May May Graves,
0: all the way from
1: Texas. Yeehaw!
0: Yeehaw, (laughs) bitches!
1: (laughs) Guess what? We're assholes. We actually forgot to pop the prosecco for our intro because it has been so long
0: since we've actually been been able to do it. Since we've actually
1: been able to do it.
0: So get ready! I'm so excited, Deirdre. This is for you. She doesn't still listen. She definitely still listens. Here we go. We're so excited.
1: I get a little nervous every time my butthole clenches. Oh, I don't like it.
0: Ooh. Ooh, that one's juicy. And we are both drinking out of our um, custom wine glasses. Uh, that were made for us by our dear friend Julia. Yep. So thank you, Julia. They're so beautiful. We're going to post a picture of them.
1: We're going to post a picture of all three today, All three hopefully? of our
0: glasses. Because
1: Miss um, Carbon has a glass as well, since she's here and obnoxious.
0: And um and just like our penises, Julia's is bigger than ours. There so, you go. Um, so now that we've poured our Prosecco, please lower the lights. Light some candles. Take out your tarot cards. And please... And move up. Lube up your hole for the ookiest, spookiest girl in Texas. Here she is, Miss Maymay Graves.
1: Is there anyone there who wishes to speak to anyone here? They're
0: here. Maymay, we are calling out to you from the other side. (laughs) from the ether. Are you here with us? yeah
2: like Oh,
1: <laughs> that was- she sounds so unimpressed she's
2: exasperated <laughs> oh I had nowhere else to be on a Sunday yeah.
1: <laughs> she's like I guess I'll do this, this shit she's like the spirit
0: world is real boring on a Sunday yeah. so I- <laughs> no it's
2: just that my, my social battery is so low ever since I stopped drinking so <laughs> gotcha <laughs> so Honestly, I have to like I- I've been like throwing Dr. Pepper down my gullet and I'm, I'm a fucking psycho You know, I find that-
0: I find that a lot of people who are sober drink a lot of dr pepper and i don't know what it is about dr pepper i have all All
1: those like flavors and spices
2: (laughs) i well i drink i drink it because i'm from the south so (laughs) like dr pepper uh, dr pepper it really is like a, a very especially east texas thing like every if you go outside of east texas like you won't find much dr pepper like in a in a restaurant same thing with like sweet tea on ice like sweet iced tea And that's to say that you don't have that or Dr Pepper, you're gonna have a bad time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like you are going to be shut down in six months because no one will fuck with you.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, it it was either that or the pandemic, right? (laughs) Sorry, keep it light. (laughs) Oh
0: my god, girl. Well, Mimi, we're so happy to have you. We um we have wanted to get you on for a while, and we're we're so excited that um we were able to get a hold of you and Correct. and have you on, even though it was last minute. So thank you so much for being here.
2: I work well under pressure. So <laughs> we I, love that. No, yes. I really have nothing else going on. I'm not with... <laughs> I, I'm hanging out with um, The Graves later today Which is why I was like Wait, what time? Yeah, I got yeah. this <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> nice Wonderful well, That we're...
1: sounds like a lovely little Sunday
0: yeah. yeah That's like I, You know, I love I love spending my Sunday With my spooky bitches Like, that's yeah. the best You know?
2: Yeah All we do is Like, we just watch stupid movies And Stephanie gives gives us drugs. So.
0: <laughs> well, that's like us, except that without the drugs. It's more like the boxed wine and the yeah. white claws is really.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say we definitely we for we formed our friendship really off of watching stupid fucking shit and
0: and ordering takeout.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: yeah. That's- <laughs> that that's yeah. That, I mean, like the 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 best. I, I think like the, my very best friends that like I know are people that understand the stupid references that I make. Mm
1: -hmm. I I (laughs) feel like that's part of the most important, like, I think that's a very foundation, like the good foundation of a friendship is just like, I need you to understand the dumb shit that is going to come out of my mouth and what I'm going to do.
2: Yeah. And I'm an idiot. Like I am a, the amount of people who they come up to me in the club and, I've been called um, unapproachable, <laughs> um, but like I, I like to say that I, I'm a professional idiot, and I like I get paid to do dumb shit on stage. If you've heard me host, all I do is tell stupid stories, and for some reason people enjoy that. And then for some reason people still walk up to me and they're like, "I'm so sorry that I have to like that I'm." ruining uh your bubble by talking to you like they have to apologize by coming up to me it's just because my eyebrows are scary but like i'm
0: not i'm not a bitch it's just how i draw my eyebrows this is yeah i'm just drawn that way this
1: is this is literally my life motto because people are like you know i really thought you were a bitch at first i didn't want to approach you and i'm like i'm one of the dumbest people you'll ever meet and i'm like it's just it's because i draw my eyebrows on very aggressively I'm like yeah. it doesn't mean that you I'm should. a terrible person. Yeah, it just is what
2: it is. Yeah, I like. I just I find it funny because once you get to know me, it's it it's it's just worse. Like <laughs> you're like oh that's it. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> oh, I thought you had more of a personality. My bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, well, people, you know the the thing is, is that I. I don't know. I I used to be homeschooled and uh, like for a very long portion of my life, and then I went to Christian school for a very long portion of my life. And after after all of that, like uh, f- like fucked up social training, I have no so- like social skills. My my sentence syntax just does not work. It's. So, like people just have to be really patient with me cuz I say the word um a lot.
0: That's fine. I'll edit all that out, don't worry. <laughs> no you won't. Oh, and that's fine too. Will, I will not. <laughs> but
1: I will say I do like that you have you have this homeschool background, this what Catholic school?
0: Uh, or it, like like Catholic, Catholic school, school background. I, I've been I've been friends with Maymay on on Facebook and now for, look for a the very drag. long time and <laughs> let me tell you, um I have I've seen many posts that Maymay has made about her past in in these cult. i mean it's a cult yeah it, they, these cults it is. yeah um this cult upbringing this christian cult upbringing and it's horrifying and i mean just honestly good like congratulations for surviving yeah. that because there's so many
2: people who don't
1: the people who make it out alive of their of that shit i'm like you're I, a stronger person than i could ever be
2: i tell uh, you know uh, as as gay people um we get to choose our reality and (laughs) i i um i it it, it, i like we laugh through um the pain that was our past (laughs) (laughs) and and people don't realize that like i am i've already kind of like processed all of the like i've kind of like gone through it and been like i went through like the whole velvet rage of like everyone owes me an apology and, and now I'm just to the point where I'm like, God, my upbringing was ridiculous. And, like, I, you know, one of my favorite jokes to say on stage is uh, I come from Longview, Texas. Uh, the three things that you can do in Longview, Texas for fun on a Saturday is blow shit up in your uncle's backyard, um, kill somebody in a Waffle House parking lot, or oh. the third, which is my favorite, Meth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh what else are you going to do? It's yeah. Texas. <laughs> well, I yeah. Love
1: the, I love the Waffle House parking lot.
2: <laughs> well, let me tell you, it did happen. Somebody in my high school, I had a graduating class of 12. One, uh, Two people are in jail for life for f- murdering people for funsies. Um, one of them was in a parking uh, Waffle House parking lot. Like, stole this. Uh, okay. This was, like, the scandal of Longview, Texas for a while. Um she, <laughs> this sh- tiny little girl, tiny little lesbian. Um, she was like the only other gay that I'm like in high school. Cause we couldn't like come out in high school or else we'd be kicked out. Um, and so like, but there was like, she was like the only other person where I'm like, yeah, you're a fag. <laughs> and, um, she was like, she was just so tiny, and and you wouldn't think that she would be capable of much. And then I and and she bullied me a lot in high school. I never liked her, and um, I know. Well, I mean, it was you know survival of the fittest. And later on, I ran into her at that same Waffle House, and she was trying to get me to go home with her. She's a psychopath, and I was like, I was like, no thanks. I have better things to do. By like you treated me like shit in high school. The very next week. The very next week, she went back to that Waffle House and, uh, lured a guy out by slashing his tires and saying, like, hey, dude, I think I I noticed your tires are slashed, and, uh, you know, we can give you a ride. Um, made him write a check for $400, because that's what was in his account. Um, they went to the bank that night, tried to cash the check. The check bounced, and then they ended up taking him out to Gilmer, Texas, I think. Um, like, it's all online, like, all the information. And, um slit his throat, um... This... This is... This is, uh... Th- this is hearsay, but also they cut off his penis, um... And then, full the full fact, they set his body on fire. Oh, wow. Um... That, that was, then, like, this
0: That is, like, rageful. That's not even, like, uh, and- <laughs> yeah, I killed this guy. This is, like, I... I but but she this she, isn't like
2: manslaughter because yeah. someone was like jaywalking this <laughs> like this isn't like a brandy situation this no <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this is not Rebecca Gayhart uh, <laughs> oh my god but, but like if you um uh, like if, if uh, I have a friend who um because after that <laughs> they went to Applebee's <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <My, laughs> My friend. Well, I mean, I mean, saw...
0: what what is it? It's like you, you still get that that deal, like right, like an that, app, an app, and two entrees for like $25. yeah, half five yeah. Right? at
2: Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, it's it's still before twelve. We can still make it. Oh my but, god! <laughs> but like, and and my friends saw them at Applebee's and, because there's no there's nowhere else to be in Apple. Like you know, if you're under twenty one in Longview, except Applebee's or you know the Walmart parking lot, and very um, that <laughs> it, it's where you it's just where you go. And, uh, and, and so, like, saw them the night that they did it, and then another one of my friends, they actually went to uh, her house party that night while the guy was in their trunk still. <laughs> like, these people are psycho. Wait, and, was
1: this pre or post setting his body
2: on fire? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Like All I know, yeah, all I know is that, like, they went to the house party, and my friend was like, yeah, and then, like, the very next day... Um, because they all went to the same church. The very next day, like, or the the, the like after they were like after they were found out and stuff. Like, because you can't really hide that much. No. <laughs> and um and so like after they were found out, like my friend's church like guilted her into like publicly forgiving them in front of the con- uh, in front of the congregation. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's horrific. And I I so many like, ways. She's doing life for prison, and I found out that she's in the prison pen pen pal system. Oh i write her like, letters. A text. She goes, "Bitch, you can write her. <laughs> let's all write her. I'm so down. Let's all write her letters. I, I for definitely... all of our listeners out
0: there, write her letters. Tell her we heard all about her. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes.
2: No, because all I would do is like send letters that just said like I know what you did.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, like, but like, but you, you have to, you have to cut White. all of the letters out of the
2: mag out of a magazine. Oh
0: yeah,
1: I make yeah. It very like- I, I also no. definitely do not want that person to know where I live. Yeah,
0: I know what you
2: do. Well, that's summer. that's the thing. Uh, my my sister, she was like, "Do you want to write her?" And I was like, "No," because now clearly she has friends on the outside.
1: Yeah, no, for real. We do not. Need, we I do not
0: need. We them know, to know where I live. We know how Americans do when it comes to to murderers. They love them. It's a thing. Yeah. Well. Very... Yeah. <laughs> Keep if it light. You, yeah. <laughs> There's
1: if we ever wanted to know about the state of America,
2: I love, like, I love the fact that you googled I'm trying to it Google
1: immediately.
2: It. <laughs> um, her name is Google Sarah googled Haslam. Googled it literally immediately. <laughs> yeah, Sarah Haslam, Longview, Texas. I,
1: I, I did find that. <laughs> okay, I did yeah. find the article. I was like, it says Sarah something like around twenty twelve. Does that sound Tiny about little
2: right? Tiny girl. Tiny. Tiny. Kill the guy.
0: <laughs> Sarah Haslam. Yep, there we go. Wow, all right. Can't wait we're, to read it. We're going to read it later. Yeah, So, so Mamie, the first question that we have for you is, mm-hmm. when did you know that you were drawn to horror, the macabre, and spooky Shit. things?
2: <laughs> well, um, good evening, distinguished panel of judges. <laughs> um, I pageant world
0: and uh, oh, my then, oh we should do that we should do a i spit in your mouth pageant with all of our previous oh, yeah. guests oh my god all of our drag guests who i'm been not on. mad about that
2: um so with um with, whenever it comes to like horror i i have a very like jaded history as a child i was very i was like a big old worry wart um, my sister used to tell me lies about how the world worked and it would make me, like, more scared. Like, every time that, like, a natural disaster would happen, I would think that the world was ending. Um, and, I like, any time... She would say... Um, she, like, she would tell me if you... Like, every time that it rains, that means that the world is one step closer to flooding. Because the angels are crying over your sins, I fully believed that. And every time that it rained, I would cry. Christians oh. are wild. <laughs> my my sister was, I love her to death. But me, me and her, we still like, <laughs> we still get drunk and fight on the patio. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's Texas. What else are you? I was going to say,
1: or you're going to the Waffle House parking lot. To be fair, we don't we don't do that, that anymore. Down. <laughs> to be
0: fair, if it makes you feel any better. Um, my sister just got engaged, uh, last weekend, and, uh, then my, me and my other sister got drunk and started screaming at each other on the patio, so it happens.
1: And I've, and I've also (laughs) seen your sister literally
0: deck your fucking brother. True, that's true. (laughs) So it happens up here in New York as well. It's not just a Texas thing, in case you're wondering. But, um, but but continue, your sister used to make tell you horrific things and scare the shit out of you.
2: Yeah. Buffalo, Albany, it's, it, it's very, uh, it's very the south of New York. We're not
0: <laughs> that far up there, but we're not that far away. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. I was gonna say, yeah. we're, what, like, an, two hours south of Albany? Yeah. yeah. Buffalo's far. Buffalo's real far. i no, I, yeah. I never been up there.
2: But, 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 sorry. I, I, I like, am such to a tangent to go person. Go um, Well, uh, I, I remember though, she, she sat me down one day and we, um, she, it was a Stephen King marathon and she made me watch, um, the first few minutes of it. And I, she didn't tell, like, she knew what was happening. She knew what, how I was going to respond. And she also knew that we were going to Six Flags the next day. And I did not realize that it was Fright Fest at Six Flags. And the where they have actors and shit. So usually she knew there was going to be a clown. Um, so I panicked. I ran to my room um, after watching like that first scene in it. And uh, the next day, we went to Six Flags. My mom... It was, you know, the 90s. So my mom like sat me on a bench and took me to... Uh, or, and went into the restroom while I was just kind of sitting on this bench in Six Flags with a whole bunch of people around. And I kept, like, seeing... This very clear clown like through the crowd and I was like keeping an eye, but <laughs> I lost him. And then I found out that the actor was drunk and like because he just like came up and started like screaming like vulgar things at me like. Oh my god! <laughs> and like my mom like had to like shield me away whenever she found like whenever she saw what was going on. Um, the the clown had blue hair, I remember, and and what an interesting turn of events that I turn into that blue hair. Clown
1: <laughs> I to was there. gonna say I know that yes. you are a fan of the blue. <laughs> the blue hair, so there we go. A little, a little light yeah. trauma presenting and, itself.
2: And so I was very like anti-scary movies. I was like, uh, you know, as a you know seven, six or seven year old, like I was escape, you know, going to Blockbuster and like weaving around the horror aisle because I knew that like that it, uh, the 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 box cover of it for the VHS was like staring at me, and then. Finally, um, my sister made me watch Scream, and I finally understood horror um, by watching Scream. Because that that is a very good kind of intro to why you should like horror. Yeah, well, it, because... it, I
0: mean, it, it's very... Scream is fantastic because it, it literally lays out the rules for you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it tells you, this is how horror movies mm-hmm. function, and this is how, you know, if you want to survive, this is what you need to do. And, and it's... yeah. You know, but, I mean, also archaic at at now, like, at this (laughs) time. But, I mean, you know, I mean, nobody's a virgin anymore, so nobody is surviving.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) how would you survive, listen, how would you survive, like, whenever everybody has an OnlyFans?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We would all be very dead in, like, 0.5 seconds.
2: Oh, it would be so easy. Um,
1: Well,
0: I don't know, according to Scream 4, the only way to survive a horror movie nowadays is to be gay. So, uh, good, I'm good. (laughs) Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Because
1: (laughs) Yeah, but then what about like the gays with OnlyFans?
2: Um they uh I guess they just get randied and like die in the sequel or the third movie.
0: There you go. (laughs) Either that or they get gangbanged to death. It's one of the two.
2: Oh yeah, well because gays are <laughs> still only cast in those terrible like halfway porn, <laughs> yeah.
0: movies. which we love. Like let's not let's not
2: predict, yeah. let's uh, not, let's not we, discount.
0: <laughs> we love them. Um, I th- I I have made it a mission of mine to try and and hunt down every single gay slasher film that I can and watch them, no matter how terrible they are. And let me tell you, there are quite a few really bad ones. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And oh, and one not many good thing. ones. But there, one of my. Two of my favorites were um, made in Texas. One of them is uh, "Nasty." Um, it, it was a short film. It's on YouTube, I think. Um, stars a lot of it's 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 a it's a very <laughs> it's pretty much grinder as a horror movie, um, but it's it's a killer drag queen. Uh, I w- I went to the premiere. Um, it was at the first <laughs> Austin International Drag Festival, and yeah, it was a good time and. Um, I went, and Holly Woodlawn was there. Um, it was, like, right before she died, and I met her. We hung out, like, later that day. I have pictures. And uh, it was the most magical night of my life. And then a month later, she died. She gave me her, um, her landline. She had a landline. She gave me her phone number. She said, we're going st- <laughs> to start a band. It's going to be called Holly uh, Woodlawn and the Douchebags.
0: I love that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. She was cool. She was real cool changed my life. I got a tattoo after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other, the other one is, um, uh, uh, well, I can't say the name anymore. It's ticked off T girls with knives.
0: Oh yes. Yes. I oh, yeah, love yeah. that movie. I, with Willem. I watched Willem's that. In that. It was, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was on uh, showtime and, uh, that's how I saw it. It was before I even started going to Dallas and I didn't know that it was all Dallas Queens. It was all the Rose room girls and um, it,
0: that movie is really, really fantastic.
2: It is. It's it's such a grindhouse classic, and I've been um I've been up the director's ass recently <laughs> because we've been wanting, <laughs> me and him. We've been running into each other at the clubs uh, like since they've opened up again. He's like, "Yeah, I've heard about you," and I'm like, "Oh, I know about you." <laughs> and uh you're like, so, "So, so a we're movie? Looking, a movie? Yeah, we're we're they're they're planning on a third one. A movie? Oh, really?" Yeah, because the second one, it finally came out after, like, a decade. Um, It was uh, Kicking Zombie Ass for Jesus, which they turned into The Dead Don't Die in Dallas. I actually cried watching that movie. (laughs) I don't know why. I think it's because, like, Crystal Summers was... She was so good. Um, And uh, she was sober through most of it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but they're they're planning a third one, and I think like this is just the rumor, but I think it's going to be very like <laughs> Queens in Space. Oh, I
0: love oh, that very Jason oh. X. <laughs> I love that very much. You, you better you better get. In I was going to say you better get. You in get there. cast in that movie, and then we were I've we're going to been... interview and get you again.
2: <laughs> I've been texting Israel. I've I've just been like, okay, if you need a if you need a monster, <laughs> I've
1: and then the next, like, follow-up interview is going to be like, so how was it in space? Yes, yeah, so what, <laughs> what is space like?
2: <laughs> so what was space like? Well, it was dark and cold.
0: It <laughs> made like my, my nipples room. hard, honestly. It made my nipples very hard. I know they're silicone, <laughs> but they were hard anyway.
2: Correct. But yeah, um, with Scream, it was just that, that scene with um, Rose McGowan. Whenever she dies, it was like, it, it still is, like, my favorite. So iconic.
0: Scene. That moment when she's like... Don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That got me. Well, because that, I finally realized in that moment, I'm like, oh, this is supposed to be fun. (laughs) Like, and I, I was like, why would people watch, like, scary movies? But, like, by the time that I was eight and I watched that, I was like, oh, I get it now. And then I became obsessed with horror parody.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're honestly, like, that's kind of one of my favorite subgenres of
2: mm-hmm. movies.
1: But it's so interesting that, like, everyone around our age group in our generation cites Scream as, like, one of those movies that really did it. And, well, like, Scream, really yeah. put the nail on the coffin, for lack of a better word, of, like, this is why I love horror. Well,
0: Scream really revitalized the slasher genre, because yeah. up until that point... The slasher genre was was just shitty remake after shitty remake. And mm-hmm. at, at that point, it was just like, nobody really cared for it. It was yeah. just, we were all watching it. Like, like I love Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. even though all of the all of the fucking sequels suck. I love it. Oh, and I absolutely. watch them all. I, I sit there and I watch them all, and I love them, and I also think they are fucking garbage.
2: I, Thank you. Thank but,
0: you. It's like, I'm sorry. Jason Takes Manhattan is the dumbest fucking That's thing I've so ever seen in my entire life.
2: And it's I love so it. so fucking funny. <laughs> that guitar <laughs> moment.
0: The guitar the moment. The guitar. So
2: good. So just, brilliant. I, uh, just say... Uh, I mean, also, like, consider the fact that, I mean, queer people, admittedly, I would think are, like, the, it's is probably one of the biggest demographics for horror films, and yet horror is, like, famously, like... Homophobic as fuck. Yeah, and homophobic and xenophobic <laughs> and racist and transphobic, and um, like we love, uh, we love sleepaway camp. Oh, although we fully sleepaway understand camp. Camp. <laughs> it's, how fucking awful it is for us. It's and this so is bad. Like, I, but
0: see, my my thing with sleepaway camp, and and this is how this I is. Love, this I love. Is my those thing. fucking movies. I love now. sleepaway camp, and I think that, I think that yes, I, I it is problematic, and 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 I think that it's important that we talk about why it's problematic because. Um, any any film, and I say this all the time, any film that puts a transgender individual as the villain of the film simply for the fact that they are transgender is mm. not good. Which yeah. is why I honestly didn't. Which is why I didn't like um, Incident in a Ghostland, which I don't know if you've seen Incident I in a Ghostland. Um, the the main villain of the film is this cross dressing. Individual who is dressing these girls up as dolls and then letting them get like ravaged and abused yeah. by this like giant man. Um, and there's really no uh explanation as to what's going on other than this is a man in a wig and a dress, and that really uh, bothered me a yeah. lot. Um, but I was
2: about to say, I take offense to that as a man. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I um, what like when it comes to sleepaway camp, I think that. I think that the, a lot of the anger is deaf is a little misplaced, just because I don't think like Angela's character is not transgender. Yeah, Angela's I, character is forced to be a girl, even though yeah. I mean Angela is not a girl, no. and and is forced to be a girl, and and the and the anger and the violence comes from that repression and that that abuse that is being placed on. Angela
2: Foley. so yeah.
0: um so I I can understand totally why people are upset by it and why people think that it's yeah. problematic but I for, like I don't I think that it, I think it, the the anger mostly comes from that that last moment where you zoom out and you see the penis yeah. and it's like it's a very like visceral
2: yeah it it's it uh that um I, that kind of whenever it comes to um it, it people it it's really hard to explain, but like whenever you think about like cult films that like kind of change our lives as queer people, there's a lot you know as we go along in life, there's always gonna be a whole bunch of like very misplaced ideas surrounding um the ignoring of the intention of the film originally same thing with um Hedwig and the Game ranch um it, very much like it, it's it's not a story of a transgender person it's it's a story of a transsexual who <laughs> who wasn't who really just kind of like didn't identify as either um, it was a very specific story um, same thing with uh, the rocky horror picture show a lot of people are talking about that now um, when that i when i loved the idea of that as a gender construct because i'm like these people are just psychopaths who like fishnets you know <laughs> like they, these people are just like these psychopathic aliens who just like happen to love lingerie you know so well well i, I think a
0: lot of it also comes from culture's idea with gen gen gender gendering clothing mm-hmm. yeah and gen, like and gendering presentation because mm-hmm. you can present any way you want and that doesn't necessarily mean that you identify that way and that's okay. and I think that that's a conversation that oh, that continues to need to be had and like, you mm-hmm. know, because I, I find a lot of the time it happens with um, with a lot of like gatekeeping transgender people and I think that, you know, I mean people are going to get mad at me for saying this but there are plenty of, of gatekeepers within the transgender community who are like, no, if you're not, if you don't do this, this and this and you're not really transgender. Right. yeah. And yeah. um and it can be really problematic when, when, when that happens because, you know, who are we to tell anyone how they identify their – I mean, there are uh, – there is an infinite number of gender identities yeah. out there. Um, yeah. And, you know, so I think that – yeah, no, I think that the the stories that, that people are, ha- are having issue with, they're having issue with very specific things within the story that I don't think is showing – Transgender people or, or non-binary people or transsexual people in a necessarily negative light because they are how they yeah. identify, yeah. but more because th- the, it's not fitting into this like perfect little box of what they believe.
2: I think... I think also it it really kind of comes down to like representation, like true representation, because you the only people that you see outside of like the gender boxes are these monsters and I think that's where a lot of a, a lot of people kind of take events like if there was so much more like it, you know if you had sleepaway camp and they actually had like um a trans character who ended up being the final girl and Angela it <laughs> was still Angela they it, it, it would be so much more like palatable to somebody like myself who's like been through you know kind of a, 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 a who is who hasn't seen myself in films up until that point. Um, if that makes sense. So like, I don't know. <laughs> it's an interesting conversation that I love to have. Well,
1: yeah. it's also it's 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 interesting and weird because I I get I get where people get upset about certain things, but I mean I just think that everything needs to be fucked all the way up and everything and, like started over.
0: Well I, yeah, I mean especially because I mean we as queer people, our our existence is fucking with gender fucking with, mm-hmm. um, with heteronormativity and mm-hmm. just and saying fuck it all and we're going to do what we want to do and we're going to experiment and we're going to be fucking be, happy. Yeah, be happy. And if, and if that means that, you know, I want to wear a dress today, I'm wearing a dress and there's nothing that anyone's going to do yeah. to stop me, you know? And that doesn't mean that wearing a dress doesn't mean like, oh, well now I identify as a woman because clothes... Clothes yeah. aren't gendered,
1: and it's right. it, it's so funny because <laughs> yeah. I do remember watching like Rocky Horror to bring this back as a child. Mm-hmm. I didn't think twice about Frank and wearing all this lingerie. I was like, okay, they're yeah. just wearing like, and it's just you know we we're t- we are taught to expect certain things of people assigned their sex at birth and like what these clothes and what these items represent to their gender and i was just like it's just a person wearing a bunch of lingerie and they're all fucking weird aliens like yeah no. what do we think is happening here For- i just it was just weird i was like okay everything's yeah. just weird they're aliens like who the like i i don't care <laughs>
2: yeah yeah i like and i i think that another reason why um people are taking uh especially like horror and media and comedy and drag uh, so seriously now is because I think that also like people who are disenfranchised and uh, in in multiple minority communities are feeling like they're not heard by people who can make change like politicians by um you know the the what we call the left which is actually like the center like they're not listening to people like us and so therefore like we look towards um the the final frontier of how to change a community which is art. Um, and so, the, I mean, the best thing that we can do is um, find ways to mold the mold the genre to be our own, um, and and I feel like that's what you know things like this uh, podcast are doing, and um, you know,
0: well, we think we like we're very um, open about how we we really believe that representation is really really important. We've talked about it multiple mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. Um, and I mean. Right now, the the one name that pops up a lot because I think that she's doing really fantastic work is Angelica Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Angelica Ross on American Horror Story was really fantastic, really beautiful. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed her work on on 1984. I thought that she did a really great job, especially
2: thank you, <laughs>
0: especially considering the fact that her she she's a trans woman who was cast in the role and just really blew it out of the water.
2: It was so good it,
0: in su- in such a way because it really it was like okay she's a trans woman but who cares that's not the, that's not the point her yeah. being a trans woman has nothing to do with her role and they... uh, and she really did I I, I mean first mm-hmm. of all she's she was incredible on Pose and I loved her yeah I loved her yeah. on Pose I thought she re- like, her character was, really was so wonderful oh
1: so, uh, when every time that bitch rolled out with a hammer the, uh, I was like hammer? yes please <laughs> I live for that hammer
0: but. On 1984, she really like her character was was so strong, so fantastic, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know the way that she played it, but she played. I mean, she played that character so authentically and, and wonderfully, and I really, yeah. really enjoyed her. And and yeah. I hope I want to see more from her in the future, and I hope that I hope that she continues to get roles that are not pegging her into like a, a bubble, a, a bubble of being a transgender woman, but rather yeah. just.
2: That was, uh, that's kind of the thing with, um, why I enjoyed, uh, Crystal Summers in, uh, um, The Dead Don't Die in Dallas, because she, her character, did y'all watch that? Okay, um... It's not good. <laughs> no, it's actually, no, it's, it's, so we're gonna great, love it. it's, it's, I really liked it. That's the thing is that, like, it, it's, it's a, it's definitely like a, a B, C, you know, Z horror film. I mean, we love it. But that, I actually so. really, really liked it because it was such a, um, it was very much a, uh, a, a big conversation about, um, how, how we handle the AIDS epidemic How people handle homophobia Especially in churches um, And so if you grew up religious And queer it's such a great movie To like kind of help you reconcile With that because um, Crystal Summers her character is um, Her character is A uh, She's a Christian mother Like she, she's a Christian Mother who can't um, She can't Except her, her gay son, um, and so like, and, and by the end, she kind of like, it, she kind of goes through the motions of like a Christian parent who like is kind of like wrestling with their faith and their queer child, um, and and I think that was like really important, especially to have like Crystal just play a a, 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 a cisgender woman, um, and so like just ha- it, 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 so back on Angelica Ross, like I have a lot of issues with. American Horror Story and the writing. Yes,
0: <laughs> I, listen. Oh. We are not. I. I, I will, I'll be very open and honest. I'm not really a, a huge fan of Ryan Murphy. Um, no one is. I think no. that. Um, I think that he himself is, is a not a good writer, and I think mm-hmm. that. I think that he monetizes uh, the queer community yeah. uh, oh, for his fully. own gain. One hundred percent. However, I am very happy that he has been employing. Queer people Ooh. and queer people of color, yes. and I appreciate that. Um, but so he's, it's, it's he's kind still of the like worst. A sword He's still terrible. the fucking worst.
2: Yeah, it's it's one of those things where um, he he didn't have as much of a, a heavy hand on like things like pose, um, and you can definitely tell it tell, it shows. And, and,
1: oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and with um, with American Horror Story nineteen eighty four, everybody had like such a no one. The only people who really appreciated that season were like horror buffs who love that kind of shit. Like, because it was basically just kind of like a, a love letter for people like us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, and it was probably like the cleanest cut storyline out of like all of yes. the seasons because it was, it was very it, well, open and well, shut.
0: That was it. It was like one one plot, one story done. Yeah. Whereas literally every other scene has been like 12 different plots. Yeah. And which one is actually going to. Finish. I'm like, I'm not going to lie, end I on? did
1: not finish watching 1984, I started, I just have such a difficult time watching that fucking series. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, you need to try and watch this season, this season, I'm like, this is, fuck. this is just fucking awful. Like, yeah. I don't want to watch this, I don't want to waste my time with it, and I love how people kind of, like, outside of our direct, you know, horror community, whatever, are just like oh you like horror so do you watch American Horror Story I'm like no that's trash it, like I, like
2: American I, Horror Story is it, it's, it's 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 trauma porn <laughs> <laughs> like with a really bad plot and like some really great like aesthetic
1: <laughs> yeah I mean like I, I the aesthetics are beautiful some of the images I've seen are lovely but I'm just like I I can't I can't get behind this I can't fuck with this it's so not good
2: yeah. No, I I fully agree the, I I but I, I will say um the season that I enjoyed thoroughly was um, 1984 because I have terrible taste and apparently and uh <laughs> and uh, hotel Just, like I was expecting hotel to like be so awful but I loved it
0: <laughs> well see that's that's kind of like how I felt about Roanoke. I'm not gonna lie I yeah. I know a lot of people had a lot of mixed feelings about Roanoke um I really enjoyed it because I felt like it did it did tell one consistent story um and I I enjoyed this this like mockumentary style yeah thing that they did I I, I thought it was ultimately I, a really, really fun okay. story. You thought it was okay. No, it I was a fun story, um, and I, I enjoyed Gaga as the first Supreme. I, I will take it. I'll accept it. Um, <laughs> I will accept this. <laughs> I will. Um, but
1: there goes Ryan Murphy monetizing, like making money off the queer community. Oh yeah, oh, buddy, but but what
0: what I'm happy. What I th- okay? So what I thank. American Horror Story 4 is that ho- American Horror Story has opened the door for these um these miniseries these horror miniseries that have like I loved Haunting of Hill House and I loved Haunting of Bly Manor which I thought were
2: Beautiful. That was the first time that I saw people like being able to sit down with such a slow story.
0: It was. Yeah. F- haunt. So Haunting of Hill House was super fun. It was like ghosts and spooky. But Haunting of blind Manor was so beautiful and, mm-hmm. and haunting in a different yeah. way and t- told a beautiful queer love story. I actually mm-hmm. didn't watch it. It was so beautiful and so well done and honestly and and i hate to admit it but we wouldn't have gotten to this point if it wasn't for american horror story
2: i was about to say yeah i mean because like prior to that the only like horror tv that we had was like for a while was like american horror story and the walking dead
1: (laughs) you know know, i forget that show exists
2: (laughs) yeah it's still it's still on girl
1: (laughs) is it serious really
2: I remember when it was, like, first starting, and, like, someone was explaining the show to me because, like, I didn't read the comics or whatever, and, like, someone was explaining the show to me while I was working at Hot Topic, we were, like, putting up, like, this big, like, Walking Dead premiere, whatever, and I'm like, how do they do a zombie movie... Like whenever, like every zombie film is like everybody dying (laughs) and like a final person. Like, how do they keep people on for like that many seasons without like having them die from you know zombie attacks or whatever? Yeah, I did.
1: Um, I did read the comics. Um, mm -hmm. I was a comic fan of the comics before the show came out, and I started watching the show. I think I got past like season three, and then I just tapped out.
0: I, I, the thing I, I mean, the thing I like about The Walking Dead, and I think that it, it, it's true of any. Zombie story, and I think that it, that's how any zombie story should be. Is that it's it's not about the zombies as much as we love the zombies, right. and that's like it's about the people, it's about living the people in a long and world. how and yes, and how the, and the zombies are just a catalyst. Yeah, um, and really. and I think that the storytelling, you know, and I think they've done they've done a decent job. I'm not going to say a great job, but a decent job adapting the comic into
2: it turns into fan service after a few yeah, seasons yeah like well that's, first... and,
0: it, and it always does because it, at the end of the day it's about money
2: it's a successful tv show <laughs> yeah.
1: i mean the amount of times i went to new york comic con and it's like walking dead walking dead walking oh dead i'm like really really and it, i mean and, listen, and, I, and I'm, I'm like wandering around i'm like let me find the cute little like weird comic books that i could buy me? and well, like that's meet it. The... i went to comic con and i met fucking arl stein
0: yeah but, I'm that's like, like, oh. but that's like you and I. You and I are, are zombie fans. So when like when The Walking Dead blew up and everybody was zombie, zombie, zombies, we're like, well, yeah, we've been on this train for a while. So like, yeah, zombies are great. And if you're interested in that, then like, here's other really great zombie movies. And, and they're, they're like, like no.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not. <laughs> I. It's speaking of like, you know, especially anthology series. The my favorite horror series on television uh was channel 0
0: yes Ooh. i
2: loved channel 0 because of the fact that it it each uh each season was first of all a uh it it, it was based on a creepy pasta creepy pasta
0: yep yeah. it, and i love it, these it, some creepy
2: pastas Oh yeah, and like it took one of my favorite. The first season took one of my favorites, which was Candle Cove, and it like it, and each season also has a theme based around it, based on specifically like uh, social social issues um, on especially mental health. Um, it's always a commentary on really important. And then they did subjects. No End
0: House, and No End House is one of my favorite creepypasta. Mine too. So that was, I, I honestly didn't finish watching the series because I got rid of my cable. But I oh, yeah. started watching, I started watching No End House and it was really, really, really good. You, you
1: folks are so much better about, like, I've heard of creepypasta.
0: I'm I love I'm not very good at
1: the internet I used to and work, I'm like a little older, I, I think. I used to work so nights. i just like, I don't know. I've heard of her. I don't know what she's
0: about. I used to work nights because uh, I work in uh, a psychiatric hospital. Oh, her. Uh, yeah, so I now I work days, but I used to work nights in the hospital. So I um I became a huge fan of the No Sleep podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is really, really fantastic. Oh, yeah.
1: That is, a, that is a good one. I
0: love the No Sleep podcast. So I would listen to the No Sleep podcast, just listening to these, like, original horror fiction as I'm, like, going around at night cleaning the unit and, like...
2: <laughs> Especially, like, in a psychiatric hospital, like, in most horror films... That that's always where the sequel starts. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Always a good time. See
1: the uh, shit the shit that Dottie like mentions about what happens at her job. I'm like, I I don't like people. I work with animals for a living and I'm just like I could never fucking deal with that nonsense.
2: I used to, <laughs> I used to work at Hot Topic. That was the worst like I, I worked there for six years and then I stopped working at places. I just started doing drag <laughs> you're, I couldn't you're like, do I'm it. I don't like working <laughs> I with don't people. work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who does full time drag like artist that. and
0: musician? Hello. There you go. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean that's the thing. I, I, I like I'm sitting here in my office surrounded by things that I love, and I'm like, oh, I would never change this. I I don't have to. I don't have to please people. <laughs> like I don't. I don't have to stroke people's egos. People get to stroke mine. <laughs> there we go.
0: And and
1: who living, doesn't love a good stroke? Living the dream.
2: Yeah. I like. Uh, the the amount of time uh, uh, again i i i recently again like i'm not i'm not forever going to stay sober but like i know for a fact that i needed to be sober right now because of the fact that after the uh i i owned a burlesque studio and um after i got rid of that place um it was like it was such a big It was a weight off my shoulders because it was such a huge business. It was such a huge expense. Um, It was my first business I owned. And it was just, you know, it it was just saying, like, okay, I don't have to carry this anymore. Um, But also, it was, like, extremely sad for me. And when I finally, like, got rid of the place, which, like, we finally got finished moving out. And it was done by (laughs) Halloween 2019. And on that day, I, I literally like locked up and then started doing shows and busting my ass doing drag full time, um, again. And, and I didn't, I didn't have the time to like get better drag to focus on, you know, making better wigs, better outfits, whatever. Like I just had to start working, um, because I had to support myself. And, the pandemic finally gave me a chance to, like, slow down and work on this next album, work on this next book, and work on curating a, a, a drag persona that fits everything that is me. Um, I forgot how we got here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're talking about you uh, getting sober for now. and
2: Oh, yeah, and and so now, like... I start, you know, going back into doing shows after the pandemic, I'm still in that mindset that's, like, you gotta work, you gotta work, you gotta work, and then finally, like, I I have this talk with um, Bleach a lot, where, like, we'll be at shows, and, like, whenever one of us is, like, on a sober kick, we'll be, like, um, we have to, like, tell each other, like, you have, like, a really cool job, (laughs) like, because we're both full-time queens, and we have to, like, tell each other, like, you have a really cool job, and, like, you should at least be sober for right now just to, like learn how to be thankful again for the fact that you get to do this like all the time you get to dress up like a fucking psychopath <laughs> and scare people and and do whatever the fuck you want and um and and be whatever you want to be on a stage and like that that's what we get to do and people pay us for it and and you should ha- t- just take a moment to wake up for a second and just like meditate on that yeah and i
1: also i like the idea of like sprints of soberness, just yeah. to kind of, like... I feel like it's throwing some chaotic energy into your life and, like, how everything works. And it's like, I'm just gonna fuck this up right here real quick. And it kind of, like, <laughs> throws everything off ever so slightly, but you're able to kind of readjust, mm-hmm. and I think that things kind of line up a little bit more when you yeah. do that. Every every once yeah. in a
0: while, I do, like, a, a, a sober month, and it... Mm-hmm. It honestly... It's, it's always so refreshing. Because... I always have. I always have this moment where I'm like, "Holy shit!" I don't remember the last time I did. I went a week without having a drink. Like let's, yeah. like let's stop. Let's reevaluate and like. And it, it is it is very cleansing and it's fun. It's a good moment to have. Um, yeah. But you t- you brought up um, your your work, so I want to to ask you about your. Um, you know about your music so that you can tell us a little yes. bit about that so we were listening to to some of the music when <laughs> um when i went to go pick up Gulia. and um you know i mean your music is a lot of fun i like it, it it, it's, it's the kind of music that i i like to listen to when i when i like get ready because like while i'm doing my makeup like i want to feel like a filthy bitch I yeah yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, and that's what it's it nice to is. to be a party. It, yeah,
0: it makes yeah. me feel like a filthy bitch who also um, I mean I, I knows I just, exactly how how much to charge. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and also you you know I just I need a little bop. I need a little bop yeah. when I'm getting my shit together. It's
0: it, it's catchy. It's fun. You want to dance to it, and I enjoy that. I enjoy that Thank a lot. You. So so um how how does um the macabre and horror and 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 filth how does that inspire your, your music?
2: Um, good question. Uh, long answer. Uh, (laughs) I, um, well, I like whenever it comes to my music, I I've always been inspired by horror. I've always, um, you know, ever since that, you know, watching scream, I, I, I started writing, so many like I, I got so into like horror parody I, you know I started like after watching Scream you have to watch scary movie and, and people say that I have like <laughs> I like to just like kind of preface by saying I have terrible taste in horror by meaning like I <laughs> love all the best bad horror films yeah um, I, I so think therefore that's I where we're
1: at films. too yes. so I think that we're all on the same page there
2: have you ever seen seemed- Tilly. She oh, Jennifer changed. Tilly is oh, a goddess. A goddess. She, she is. She like the, if if I were to have a god, if I were to jump back into religion, I would worship Jennifer Tilly every day. I am planning. Um, I have um, I have a a, a little bit of land that I escaped to. Um, oh, <laughs> and, she has uh, the property. The the <laughs> um, it's it's about uh, it's about two hundred acres, and yeah, <laughs> and um. I, I, i'm I'm buying a I'm buying a like a, a little school bus and I'm gonna um renovate it to essentially be her uh her trailer in Bride of Chucky. I, I want that little clawfoot tub I want
1: <laughs> you know? can I tell you the clawfoot tub is a, like a dream of mine. i i I own a house.
2: Uh-huh. It's small.
1: I live in Westchester County, which is a suburb of New York City. <laughs> So I pay nine bazillion dollars for this small piece of land and a small house. And I'm like, all I want, all a bitch wants is a clawfoot tub.
2: Yes. I, I don't know. There's something magical about it. And like a, just a, a real shitty little tube TV right in front of it. Yes, and absolutely. Somewhere, somewhere to drink wine once I'm not sober anymore. And the dream,
1: <laughs> it's really the dream.
2: Oh, yeah. Get real high in there and just write music. Um.
1: I'm sorry. You're like... I'm getting excited.
2: <laughs> Her nipples are hard. I can tell. I can see it. Everybody's invited. Let's go out to the land. Because well, um, all,
1: I, all I love doing is like just, you know, getting, having a glass of wine, maybe getting a little stoned and just laying in the tub. I have the um, yeah. bath bombs, bath salts, bath potions. I, ha- I throw a couple little like fucking dried up flowers in there and shit. And I just live my fantasy Listen, for a good ble- bleed hour. Bleed a couple
0: babies. I'll soak in that. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, because those are the only things that are virgins nowadays. Literally.
0: You can't <laughs> well, even yeah, find an eleven-year-old yeah, that's a virgin it. anymore. You know, but
2: you know what? Store b- if you can't find a virgin, store bought is fine. Okay, funny.
1: yeah, we love that. We love that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but um, uh, uh, yeah. So Jennifer Tilly, like, that was kind of that uh, Return of the Living Dead. Um, uh, th- like those. Uh, whenever horror turned to like. The whenever punk rock started injecting itself into horror, I fell in love. Um, y- y- you know, uh, uh, the Misfits, etc., stuff like that. You know, R.I.P. <laughs> um, but it's it's it's, it, it's
0: such a it's such a shame because for those of us who who love the Misfits, we also have to hate the Misfits, and it's yep. it's well, really a
2: problem. <laughs> <coughs> well, I mean that yeah, it, it's I mean the um, same thing with like Nina Hagen, like she oh yeah. She- <laughs> Oh, I I yeah. was so mad because I did I didn't know that um that she was like hella transphobic until like, I was like oh she hates people like me
1: it sucks uh, and it's like so messy and uh-uh. it's like I and this is this is shitty I hate this I grew up as you know like the little the little goth kid the little eighties goth kid you know Joy mm. Division the Smiths secure all of that. I have it in my blood to really like Morrissey and I'm like I don't like that I like him he's it's such awful. a piece of he's shit so yeah,
2: what a gross person <laughs>
1: I know like what a terrible person and he but he's had such a He profound... just tried
2: he
0: just tried to sue the Simpsons
1: <laughs> it's such a so Morrissey much. thing. He
0: did because they because they they did they did an episode where the Morrissey type yeah. character was like fat and overweight and racist and I mean and are they off? No, they're are not they off. So he tried to sue the Simpsons and they were like, but we're not lying. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. It's not really slander unless you take offense to it. Yeah,
1: no, I like and it just sucks because he's had such a profound impact on my life. Yeah. And I'm like, this is why? Why Girlfriend did you have to do coma, this? I know, I know.
2: <laughs> well, my... I mean, if you uh, uh, like, I'm very much a uh, a proponent of you know, kill your idols. Yeah. Um, I uh, you know That's how I what, feel about J.K. I, Rowling,
0: honestly? Oh no.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean oh no. Well, uh, I mean, I mean, think about Manson right now. Like, oh my god. The amount, of, oh, like, the amount god. of drag queens that are mourning. <laughs>
1: Poor Coma. Right? I know. Well, I think I think Coma's just in a coma. She's something a... like that doesn't exist. Girlfriend in <laughs> a
2: coma, I know, I know. We have it's a... one of those things where you know everybody's everybody's coming to like a, a different conclusion about their art, and it's forcing them to look at themselves as to why they're doing it. If you know, art... being a drag performer who who does like a certain artist's music, um, whenever you Whenever you come to like this conclusion that like you're the person that you've been performing mostly for the past like few years, um, is a shitty person, you have to like look outside yourself and be like, Am I just a am I just a cover band? <laughs>
1: <You know? laughs> Not that <laughs> am I a cover t- band Am I moment. am I
2: a tribute artist? <laughs> Am I a tribute artist? Like, what do I have if if the artist that I'm tributing is is a piece of shit and I I fall out of love with them? Yeah, um, and, and it's it's an important conversation to have with yourself. So anyway, bringing that back around, um, because I love tangents. Um, we
1: we I, do too. I, clearly,
2: <laughs> I grew up um, being a really big fan. I'm really embarrassed by this now because I was a psychopath back then. I was still like a preacher. And, um, but I was like sneaking out to go to like punk shows and, um, I, I, I would go to these shows, um, by an artist. I don't know if y'all, if y'all know her, but, um, I think she lives in New York now. Her name is Emily Autumn. Uh, oh no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I actually, can I tell you, I saw her, I think someone, I maybe... The birthday massacre opened yeah, for Emily Autumn, I think, yeah. and I, I, they'd want to go see the birthday massacre again. They put on a great show.
2: They're really um, great. I love them. And
1: they're and Emily Autumn. I'm like, girl, this is a fucking mess. She's a mess.
2: Yeah, she really is. She's she really. Is. I, I I'm. It's still. It's so funny because I'm still friends with. Um, I'm friends with uh, two of the girls who were in her show. Um, Still friends with them, like the, the they they really did change my life. Like the people who were like surrounding her changed my life, <laughs> but like she, I. I okay, no.
0: But that's I, I feel same... I feel I understand where you're coming from because I feel the same way about Amanda Palmer.
2: Oh yeah, I okay. I used
0: to love Amanda Palmer. I, I used made to, out like, with her once. I, oh, <laughs> jealous! I used <laughs> I, to I used I to like idolize like. Amanda Palmer until I found out that she. Asks for local artists to come and perform f- during like the opening of her shows and doesn't pay them. Yeah, and I was like, "What? The <laughs> like, art
2: of asking?
0: I don't, like, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, you're you are an artist who has so much reach, who has so much um, influence on other people, and you're gonna like tell people, oh, i 'Oh, I'm I'm booking artists to come and work for experience.'
2: It's one of those things where. Like, I understand if, like, a local band does that or, like, somebody who's trying to get off the ground, but if it's somebody who, like, has toured with Margaret Cho, who, you know, who who has...
0: Who's married to one of, like, the greatest authors of fucking, our day. yeah. <laughs> was
2: married. Um,
0: but... <laughs> was. But, like... <laughs> but at it, the time, it, she was.
2: It, it, it's kind of this, like, weird thing where, like, you're, you're this huge... Like, you're actually, like, admittedly a huge artist. Um, like, the Dresden Dolls, more people than you think know that band. And uh, yeah. They, you know, being on Letterman and shit. And, and then you're kind of masquerading as this, like, a, as this grassroots band that no one's ever heard of. And you're like, wait a second. It's like, but you're not, famous. Not even,
0: but not even so much just masquerading. Like, literally, like owning up to it like she like she was she was very clear about how big she was yeah and then she went on on her own and she did her own thing and i mean and her i mean i liked her solo album was fun um Mm -hmm. but it's just like when 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 you when you come from a community like this where you know i mean we're all fucking weirdos. weirdos, and we're all supporting each other because we're weirdos, and we want to see weirdos do well, and then you yeah. start to do well, like, we we all want you to continue to support weirdos, and instead you're like, no.
1: Fuck y'all, bye! I'm gonna sell out.
0: <laughs> see you later.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where, like, it, it it's this weird double-edged sword where I... I'm like, well, at least she's being honest and she's not just like not paying people for and lying about something that she like, you know, that was previously agreed on. Um I'm very much like a proponent of contracts. <laughs> like if you agree to do something and and you and you're not paid and you didn't uh, discuss pay, then like, you know, that like that's that's a lesson to discuss pay because people are shitting. and they to read your contracts. It's, yeah. it's a shitty lesson, yeah. but it's
0: a lesson. Yeah. And everybody it, yeah, needs, no, to, everybody needs to learn it. Everybody, everybody has to make mistakes before they, yeah. But yeah. So wait, don't I want say yes I, unless you
2: get the. But it's <laughs> the also price.
0: it's it's also if you're the person who wouldn't have been where you are if it wasn't for the people who helped you out, yeah. and you're refusing to help other people out, then you're. you're
1: but I definitely, I also definitely yeah. do want to try and bring this back to the Emily Autumn
0: moment because <laughs> oh, I we just God. got so sidetracked. Sorry. And I, I was brought, I like, brought up Amanda Palmer and it like blew know, up.
1: Somewhere. Well, here's the funny thing is that I know very little about Amanda Palmer. I wasn't into that,
0: but I was like Emily oh Autumn. I, was, I love me some Dresden Dolls, but go on. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah, same. I, I got into the Dresden Dolls and Emily Autumn around the same time and um <laughs> R.I.P. and R. I. P. Um but like w- with Emily Autumn, I was I was just I was intrigued by the shows. Um the 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 production of this kind of, like, other world was something that I was already, like, writing for my character. I, I, I had already started um, a punk band. Um, that's how I, start, how I got into music, was I was really inspired by um, Angel Spit. And, uh, like, you know, I, my my my, cu- my cousin uh, showed me, like, this compilation album that he got from Gothic Beauty Magazine or whatever the fuck. And, uh, and so, like, we were listening to it, and I think... Um, I think Vina Cava was on that album and we were just like listening to it and I started like listening to it on repeat because I, because I was like, this is such like scary music. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I really just kind of like fell into like the, the goth YouTube rabbit hole that you can't get into anymore because related pages don't exist. And, um, and <laughs> and, well, well. And, uh, <laughs> how are you going to find my music unless it's on Spotify? So That's it. Um, and honestly, exactly. Yeah, and um, so, w- like, I, I I, was like, I want to make music like this. I had never heard anything like that. I'm so glad that I didn't hear Comba Cries first. I listened to Angel Spit first, and I... <laughs> fuck Comba Cries. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, that, uh,
1: there are so many, like, musical acts out there that now I'm like, oh my god, why... Like, I, I wish I could live in a world of ignorance sometimes.
2: Oh, yeah, like, I... I like God, separating the art from the artist isn't really as possible as we think it is. And and so but like I, I wanted to make music like that. I started a punk band. I will not tell you the name, but our music is still out there, and occasionally I'll get about eight dollars from somebody like stumbling across it and buying like the whole album. It was terrible music. Um and then I uh from then on I had created this character, which is May May Graves, and um and it's it's really a uh, it's 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 a whole world that i had been creating ever since i was a kid like this this kind of nightmare world um that is um un, you know it, there is a like there's a whole sec- like other dimension of an alternate universe where um the sun just never came up again um it it's all it's all going to be in my book um i'm
1: <laughs> so she loves like, the I, book. I, I'm
2: I'm I'm real honest about talking about it because you know I I love I love being a an artist that doesn't have like as huge of a draw because I you know I don't have to keep my, many things a secret. <laughs> um, but I, what I what I can say about the uh, about the book is that it's it's a um, it's a semi autobiographical work of fiction. Um, so one chapter will be about my life because I have so many just like weird stories. Um and then the other chapter is going to be kind of a parallel to that um in the world that I'm that I've kind of created with my music. Um cuz it's all based on a story. Um it, it's it's all based on this world um of Forever Night uh where um Mei was she she's kind of living in this world where every day is Halloween. There's monsters everywhere. They all run clubs, um, except she she wakes up, uh, in, you know, in her grave. the The beginning of the book is her waking up and having to claw her way out of her grave. As and, you do, uh, yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean, every day. <laughs> This is what it well,
0: honestly though that's what it feels like getting out of bed when that, in the morning so. when that
2: hangover hits it hits <laughs> you know? and uh, and and so and she 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 has like it's very uh, Emily the Strange like she has a lot of amnesia over who she used to be um, and she finds out that she was this uh, this punk rock artist who once. Um, Once the world went to shit and the apocalypse Happened she kind of uh, took over As like a A a leader in Kind of this revolution against um, A certain um, A certain kind of uh, Trump like character
1: Honestly uh, sign me up Like where's the pre order link I'm here (laughs) I'm sold
2: Not yet And Um, and also
1: I'll be here for when it's a Children's little book as well Because I feel like
0: we need strong empowering monster women
1: thank you i feel (laughs) like i I know so many people um like who have had kids who want to have kids and i'm like i love buying my friend's kids spooky little books Mm -hmm. i'm like here you need to grow up to be a spooky little monster let me give you this book like i bought my friend's child when she was younger Some like book about monsters getting jobs and how much they hated it. I was like, This is literally (laughs) gonna be your life in the future. But cute monster, (laughs) so enjoy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um my favorite, you know, books growing up was like The Worst Witch and um uh uh there was another one I just found it in my mom's uh like in a lot of her storage and it was like I forgot what it was called. I think it's called The Scared Little Ghost.
0: Okay. Aww. See, and I was, was, a, big, I was this... a big Goosebumps, like, yeah. Create Your Own oh, Adventure fully. stories. Oh, yeah. Bitch. Oh, yeah.
1: Those were the best.
2: I have one of my coffee table books. Like, I have, like, different ones. Sometimes it's porn. Sometimes it's, like, Gothic Beauty Magazine. And other times it's, like, Goosebumps books that I yeah. keep on my coffee I table.
0: I li- like, listen, the, the the Goosebumps is great, but the Create Your Own Adventure those were, were always those were my favorite.
2: Oh, those were great.
1: They're i cheated so good. all the time. Of course.
0: I have a Create Your Own Adventure, like, Zombie Apocalypse book, and it's like, it's like thick, but it's a lot of fun. And, um, because you, I, I can read it over and over and over again and yeah. come out with a different ending every time. So yeah. it's a good time. Um, but no, but yeah, like, I, I, I understand. Uh, what is, what is those, um, those kids' books where it's like, um, uh, The Teacher is a Vampire or the,
2: oh, um, the, oh my um, God. the, the, uh, the, it's the something kids. Yeah, it's the something the, kids. Um, and like
0: our teacher is a vampire. Our our nurse is a oh mummy. God, our, I remember yeah, it's like those. something
2: it's like vampires don't like it was like vampires don't drink pink lemonade. Yeah, yes. so it was something it, like that. Something like that. Oh my god. Those those were so good too. And like Those were great.
0: Like, you
2: know Scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh but yes? I would not have been the person that I am today if that book was banned. I used to carry <laughs> that book around with me. Yeah, I used I used to um I, that Hold on, and, the Bailey uh, School
1: Kids. The Bailey
2: School the Kids, Bailey that's school it. kids that...
1: Vampires Don't Wear Polka Dots that's was the
2: one. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Did you see the meme where it's like, the Bailey School Kids is literally just young kids being confused by homosexuals? By, yeah! know, by, by homosexuals.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I remember, I think my favorite one was Aliens Don't Wear Braces because I remember that cover very distinctly. I'm falling down a rabbit hole.
2: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, because, like, uh, it, it, she, it, she was very much a, like, a, a, a queer icon, the alien with the braces. She was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I had written all these songs from my punk band and I decided to choose a few and, um, I wrote monsters cause I had been in the drag scene for a while. Um, and I didn't really realize that I could, because I, you know, I got into drag, um, Moved to Dallas Because I was sneaking out to the gay clubs I quit being a preacher Shaved off my eyebrows Started a punk band I was a psycho And uh And no one would book me Because I was too weird It was like before weird drag Was like the thing Um And also I was very ugly And, uh, <laughs> and No I was It's fine And
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like I mean you go from like Preacher moment To I'm shaving off my eyebrows And trying to find myself I feel like we yeah. all went through That weird it, like here's phase Here's
2: my generation of drag I am at the tail end of that generation of drag where you had to be ugly for like two years before you got it together oh yeah (laughs) oh
0: yeah no I was like I was mercilessly mercilessly made fun of for like being the ugly queen yeah and like
2: they called me me raggedy Ann oh yeah (laughs) they
0: were like oh daddy doesn't know how to blend and I was like still don't Um, (laughs) I choose not to blend now (laughs) I made this choice now it's a choice I go in I draw a line blend it out draw the line back in (laughs)
1: Yeah. I, that that is very your drag
2: <laughs> I, like whenever I, I was getting into drag and um and i had i, I was scared of other drag performers I, I i got into drag because i was in a punk band i was coming to dallas because they wouldn't book me at the tiny little gay bar in longview um it was called decisions uh <laughs> years, well, years prior, they're lost. It was called choices <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> it was right next to the Palace Inn, and one time uh, we had to... Uh, Not
1: Choices and Decisions. Yeah,
2: Choices and Decisions. Oh, the, the new one is... Uh, I I call it the new one. They just closed down. But it's, it was called RMC, stood for uh, Rainbow Members Club.
1: Um, oh, wow. The one,
2: it was next to an ABC Auto and, a, and an old Sears that was the cosmetology school. Uh, it was longview is psycho longview is crazy like it it, i i didn't think about like how fucking crazy this town is the amount of like unsolved murders that i that i know of the amount of murderers that i've like grown up with
1: So, coming next episode, we are going to turn back into a true crime podcast for one episode (laughs) just to explore the unsolved (laughs) mysteries of Longview, Texas.
2: Specifically Longview. Like, that that, that requires a podcast because everything is interlaced. Fucking Matthew McConaughey. It just... (laughs) Matthew Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. He... Okay, any... Oh, my God. Longview is obsessed with Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) First of all. (laughs) First of
1: all,
2: <laughs> what is who is who is not obsessed with Matthew McConaughey? He was born in Austin, and for some reason, Longview claims him because he went to high school with like a lot of our parents. Oh
0: my
2: god! And, like, and so, like, anytime that he like talks about like his time in Longview, like as a high schooler, Longview shits itself. And there is, uh, there. Do you remember the movie Bernie? Um, it, it had a. It was Jack Black plays um this uh this upstanding citizen who's, like, a little, um, off his rocker, and then he kills, like, this old lady. It's based on a true story. Um, this old lady that he was working for, and then he, like, he pretty much is, like, forgiven because no one liked the old lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, she well, was, like, a who like, old lady. Who likes old ladies, anyway? And, and he's, like, just, and he's just kind of this nice guy that, like, just, you know, who was just, like, a little kind of, you know, again, it, it, it. and, um, <laughs> he, uh, he, like, it, a- anyway, that movie is about Carthage, um, and, and it, it, which is like down the street from Longview, and every and it stars Matthew McConaughey and Jack Black, and so all of Longview went to the theaters, and I remember this. Um, everybody, there's like this line in the movie where um, someone says, "Oh my God, I'm more excited than riding the, escal- uh, riding the escalator at the Longview Mall." <laughs>
1: Oh and, my god. Everybody their screams
2: themselves. Everybody shits themselves screams themselves in this theater. And then whenever it goes silent, someone said, We have an escalator? <laughs> 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 yeah, in the Sears. <laughs>
1: in the oh,
0: Sears. And not in the
2: Sears. In the Sears. In the Sears god, right next to god me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> god, the Longview Mall. Anyway, uh so it it got into some uh music and wrote monsters and i i produced that myself because like i just you know finally got back into making music didn't know that i could put uh drag and music together and the
0: whole album Um, is a bop so there you go and and it's
2: available on
0: um apple music as well as uh everywhere everywhere spotify Spotify.
2: yeah Um, Yeah. i'm a spotify person Uh, are are you on the youtube.com huh uh, yeah, I, I, have a few things on YouTube, but for some reason, like, um, my distributor, like, I don't know, they pulled back on, I'm on Spotify, um, but I have to, like, talk to my distributor on why my music is no longer on TikTok, Instagram, and, um, there's only a few things on YouTube.
0: Is there um, anything, you have anything on,
2: uh, Pandora? It's probably, I, I think I'm on Pandora.
0: Oh, is okay. a weird... Cloudful. Yeah, I know. Do and people still do that? Plan. I don't know if anybody still does Pandora, but just in case they do, I want people to know. Everyone at yeah. least
1: plays for Spotify or Apple. But if stuff.
0: you're if you're if you're a listener of uh, Spotify or Apple Music, you can find Maymay Graves' album Monsters there. Uh, we want yeah. you all to listen to it because it really is. I mean, it really is a lot it's of fun. fun. It's fun. It's um, fun. Well, and also, and let me tell you, me. she's a Maymay maniac. Uh,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. You, you know how we wrote that? How we wrote that track? Um. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be um, a five track album with remixes, or a, a four track album with remixes. And then, is that the fifth track or is that the sixth track? I'm I'm crazy. honestly I don't like, remember. <laughs> Ghost monsters, silent um, 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 um villain, mermaids. Yeah, it was supposed to be a five track album. That was the sixth track. Um, and we wrote it. Uh, we put it together. Basically, we we were drinking um, whiskey. And um, we had written down like a whole bunch of inside jokes that we had. This is um, how I got here was (laughs) we were. um, I was like a huge fan of Angel Spit. And I had been, um, you know, I'm a big proponent of kill your idols. But sometimes those idols don't need to die because they're perfect and amazing and wonderful. And I love working with Zug. He is like a father to me He is like uh, My Jedi master Whenever it comes to music He really took me Under his wing uh, As a musician Because I Would not Get out of his asshole Like I would s- I, I, I would be Like Anytime that they had Like a contest or something I was like Up front You're like Hello I'm here who, like, Yeah I was like The one like You know Sharing all their shit I Like I made my own Street team out of just me um, I Like I was a, I was cr- a crazy person For Angel Spit And Um and i did like a few of their remix competitions and uh one of the remixes that i sent them like it was god awful but he st- uh, he still sent me a message back saying like this is what i liked about it this is what could have been done better like but i really appreciate you doing this like you should really like post this on your own uh profile and then um after that we like we just kind of we, we hit it off he he mentored me after that and we just kind of like got into um he really just taught me a lot about music and, uh, music theory. And, uh, I kept sending him messages, like annoying the shit out of him being like, okay, so I have this new track. Like you, uh, do you want to be a part of it? Do you want to help produce it? Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, he's like, no. It's <laughs> like, like I'm, just I'm a pass. No. And then finally, um, I, he, he sent me like a whole bunch of, uh, samples. And, uh, I used a lot of those samples in the original monsters track And then I sent them back to him and he goes, can we make a whole album? And I said, oh, absolutely. (laughs) And so uh, and so I ended up uh, we ended up working together, um, flying. I I ended up flying out to L.A. where he lives. And um, it was right off of Hollywood Boulevard, which is it's getting into that story. Um, And we just got finished. I think we just got finished uh, recording Monsters. We were recording two songs a day. Um, and like taking a break in between songs, and so like we just recorded monsters, and we were stepping outside of the studio to like just kind of go take a walk, go to the Starbucks down the street, and it's right off the boulevard, and it's where they were gonna put it was right before the Oscars, uh, so they had all these like vans out and all these like trailers out, and that's like where all of the, like the stars were gonna be, like were in their trailers, um, but. <laughs> It was, like, right behind the Roosevelt Hotel, and I think, like, the building right next to the Roosevelt Hotel, um, we walked outside right after recording Monsters, and we, we, right outside of the the, the door was a police officer saying, like, stay inside your home. Oh! <laughs> and we were like, what happened? And apparently, like, in the building next to the Roosevelt, there was a murder, um like a woman just got killed in her bathtub just got bludgeoned and um so uh, since like they were trying to like you know it was like the week before the oscars or whatever so like they're trying to like secure the whole neighborhood so they had to shut down everything and keep everybody inside their homes um so we were inside for like uh, hours and so whiskey happened and um we pull out um zoog pulls out this uh his notepad where he was like writing down all these stupid jokes that we had. And so I just started screaming them into the microphone and like, we're just kind of playing around on his synths. And so uh, after we like kind of wrapped the track and I went back to Dallas, he sent me like six tracks and I was like, oh, you can't be serious. And he's like, gays are going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> and we do. And we do. And people, people really love that track. And it was the dumbest thing. It was just us like, sc- like screaming shit into a microphone and like fucking with the, th- the synths. And people love that song. Like, and I, and I love performing it. So fun. And it's, I, it's, I really
1: love that. It's just like, oh, okay. You didn't necessarily want to work with me at first, but now we're stuck together. Yeah. And now yeah. we're
0: gonna do this. <laughs> well, so yeah, we're kind of go- see that reminds me, and and I hate to say this, but it does. It reminds me very much of when RuPaul was report, recording her first album. Oh, and um,
1: oh wait, God, who's what? RuPaul? What? Is, what
0: is? Shut up. <laughs> and and um, I, 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 I forget what's her face. The woman um, that she has does all do all the speaking. I, I can't remember. I can't it. remember her name off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> but r- basically. Um, she walked into the studio and RuPaul was like, that woman is costing us a lot of fucking money to be here. From the minute she walks into the studio, you turn those microphones on <laughs> and you record every <laughs> goddamn thing she says. And the first thing that she said when she walked into the room was, tell the man with the money to come here and pay me. <laughs> oh my.
1: That's <laughs> a volume. And it was recorded and it was recorded and, and
0: now it lives on forever in music history. But... <laughs> it, it's very that. It's very like, okay, well, like, this is a situation that we were not anticipating having, but it yeah. created fantastic music.
2: And that's, isn't that pretty much the story behind, um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Like, whenever people would ask him, like, what what was it about? He's like, it's just nonsense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it really was. It really was
0: just nonsense, but.
2: Yeah. And so, yeah, and, and, like, I put so much work and effort into, um, into My Villain, and no one, like, <laughs> no one talks about that track. I love it. And I love it. Justice for My Villain. <laughs> was l- listen, listening to it today. Love it. Love
0: it.
1: Yeah, we were.
2: That uh, was actually
1: it's... the song that was on when Dottie picked me up. Yes. Correct.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and every one of the songs, um, except for <laughs> Cantaloupe, um, was...
0: Cantaloupe is every... a lot of fun, too, don't you?
2: Oh, yeah, it's a great song, but every one of those songs, um, it has a basis in uh, horror. It has a uh, reference to horror films. And especially, I think every every one of the songs has um, uh, uh, line, famous lines from horror movies in it. Yeah. Um, not good horror movies, but, <laughs> <laughs> but horror movies nonetheless. Doesn't need to. Be I, um, we don't like good horror movies. The 80s. Uh, It was mostly. It's a song mostly in reference to the scene in Freddy vs Jason when Jason, uh, uh, like, blasts through like this terrible rave scene. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh um, my god. Yeah, and uh, and the very end of it, the the beginning and the end. We belong dead was based on um, that scene in Bride of Chucky. Uh, which is referencing um, uh, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, when, yeah, and uh, and then the very end. Whenever I say um, um, I always come back, but dying is such a bitch. That's also in reference to the end of Bride of Chucky. Yes. I love
1: that. I love that Bride of Chucky is like one of the things that you're oh, yeah. referencing most in your <laughs> in your really career. Is,
2: like I will say that a bazillion times. I like whenever because I used to be. Um, I used to be in like the middle of like this secret transition. Like I was living my life as a woman for a very long portion of (laughs) my, you know, early twenties. And I just didn't tell anybody. And, um, and I, I found out that I could just be in the middle. Um, and my, you know, I don't, I have a very different type of, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, idea of how I want to present my gender. And so just being in the center, um, being in the middle, I, I found out that that was a thing. And so I just kind of like stopped trying to shave as much. And, uh, I, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, being a burlesque performer, I, I, I got naked on stage a lot. And so I was constantly shaving like for every show, like full body shaving. And I have the genetic predisposition of a bear and that shit hurts. (laughs) Same, same.
0: And let me tell you, um, for those of you who are listening, um, who shave your butts, Um, you might not be able to see the the razor bumps, but we can. Uh, Oh, (laughs) I, I have to say, uh, this is, this is my moment for a PSA real quick. Um, whenever I watch porn and, uh, the bottom has razor bumps all over their ass, it really upsets me. Um, (laughs) just, just, it's okay. We all have hair on our ass. It's okay to let that happen. We're not mad about it. We're not upset. Um, I would prefer hair on your ass to razor bumps.
2: I you, well and you know what I would I prefer razor bumps and hair over um uh over uh uh toilet paper balls. Ooh! Toilet balls of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Or yeah, gotten down, or on
0: <laughs> or when or when the bottoms throw their feet up in the air and they have like those yellow calluses on the bottoms of no, their feet. No. yo, the and thing. I'm like, that's how you know minute. it's a drag queen. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, everyone. can <laughs> Yeah, get well, a
1: pedicure.
0: I, literally everyone, everyone could get a pedicure.
2: <laughs> I um I I once uh fuck uh, oh this is a great story. I once fucked a devil worshiper. Ooh yes, um, not a Satanist, a devil worshiper. A person who literally believed in the devil and worshipped him. The difference between a Satan a Satanist and a devil worshiper is the devil worshiper has a, a better Spotify playlist. Oh, um, and they're crazy. <laughs> this guy was nuts, and also he did a lot of meth. And I and I didn't like. It was one of those things where, you know, like as a drag performer. My standards of people, like as someone who looks like a mole rat out of drag, and not like a mole <laughs> rat out of drag, stop it. And like, uh, I, it's yeah, I you know, was, no eyebrows. You, you I'm an egg, You don't look like a mole
1: rat, but that.
2: Yeah, I look, I, I am one of the creatures from the descent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
0: stop you right there, and I'm going to tell you that I have on many occasions sent screenshots of the things that you post on your Facebook and mm-hmm. on your Instagram to uh to Gulia and been like yet
2: hey love that it's so funny like i i think this is i think this is like the first uh podcast that i've done like 100% sober <laughs> really yeah i like i i i, I yeah well it's it, it's one of those things where I'm not used to, like, staying on track, and it's weird being on track. <laughs> with, See, like, and I feel process. like we're still kind
1: of veering off track <laughs> a lot, which that's we fine. do, which is fine. But you
2: know what? I think that's where the best the
0: best conversations yeah. come from.
1: It, it's all very natural and organic.
0: Yeah. I just want you to know that when I went to go pee, I farted a little bit, and a little bit of cum came out.
2: Um, really like <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't you... Whenever that happens, like, because... I'm not going to act like I that's never happened to me. Yeah, of but course, Whenever that happens, do you ever like ever feel like a little proud? Yes, You're <laughs> like, Absolutely. i called that out there
1: the whole time victim.
2: The amount of just like weird things that I've been put through like I I've uh, there was one time that um whenever I was a stripper, I um I went to uh like I was taking this guy home that like I you know, we hooked up like once and I saw him like acting a fool in the club and I just got off the ship. Went home to his place. He kept me in his house for six hours. And it was the most psychotic six hours of my life. This guy had been through a lot. Um, He is now banned in most bars. Like, from the time that, like, I hooked up with him to the time that, like, I ran into him. He had been through, like, this horrific car accident. Um and he had all these like plates put in his neck. It was very American horror story killer because he would look at me dead in the eyes and he would like crack his neck and you could hear like it was the just metal
0: gr- grinding on the metal. Yeah, well, you know, well, it
2: was plastic and you know the um it sounded like you know those um it's just so weird, but you know those dildos that are like posable and you can hear like the plastic yeah. snapping and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you, you hear them? that it's like, it's, it's like a, like bumps, like bump bump, 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 And, um, and so that's what I would hear when he would like, he would, and he would look like he was about to kill me every time that he would crack his neck, like every five minutes. And he, he, this is before I had herpes, but like, he like slapped me in the face, asked me if I gave him herpes. and like, what are you talking about? And then, um, his house looked like it was ransacked. He locked, like, he had like 12,000 locks on the door. He had 12,000 locks on the door and... I'm sitting down on his couch, which was turned upside down. The place looked like he had been robbed. I was like, are you okay? turns out he just did that himself. He made me meet his uh, dead mother who was sitting next to me. Um, her ghost. I mean, like apparently she was in the room along with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was sitting on the other side of me, according to him. And he wanted me to meet both of them. I said, hello, Jesus Christ. And your, and, and, and your dead mom. Um, and this is so... Like, this... I am not... It's so funny because I've been telling this story for so long, and the amount of people who will, like, walk up to me, like, with a shot being like, I am so sorry you had to deal with that. And I'm like, no, I can joke about it now, but it was terrifying, because I really did think that I was gonna die. I was like, I've seen Lifetime movies. This is when the stripper dies. This is an appropriate moment. And, um, I had to ride, a uh, piggyback to go upstairs because that's where the bathroom was. So I had to ride him piggyback every time that I would have to pee. This is again, a course of six hours throughout the night. Um, and then the last moment, this is where like, it gets so like, I swear to God, I'm not lying. (laughs) Like it's, you cannot write this shit. Um, but I go like he, I'm peeing and he has to watch me for some reason. And I'm sitting there like wondering if I could jump out the window and if I'd be fine. Um, and he turns off the light, and the only thing like illuminating the bathroom was, uh, the moon. And it was a full moon, and uh, I actually don't know about that, but <laughs> it, was, it 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 was very it, it was it was ambient. And um, this this guy like he first first of all, I still can't pee. I have a very shy bladder. Um, so he pulls up some um cold cream, um like uh, like the icy hot or whatever the fuck puts, puts it on his finger and start because he also like lost his like all of his front teeth in the car wreck so he would put the cold cream there because um, he liked the feeling I guess and then he like put it up against my mouth and started like smearing it on my mouth um, and, I, and I just kind of like wipe it off awkwardly and then um, he, he also cried a lot too he cried in like through fits a lot uh, and and then i see him turn around to like the mirror area of the bathroom and he like go he opens up this drawer and i'm like it's gonna be a gun it's gonna be a knife it's gonna be a stapler like i have no idea what he's gonna do but he's going to hit me with something he reaches deep inside this drawer pulls out a single red clown nose puts it on looks in the mirror and starts crying for about five minutes
1: (laughs) not a sad clown
2: just a clown looking in the mirror at himself i could and then i'm sitting there thinking like i could run downstairs um and try to unlock all of those locks but this guy's big uh and there's gonna be like that one lock that's you have to jiggle the handle or something special like i'm not gonna make it um and 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 so i'm like th- this is how i got out was i i i walked up to him um it was very anticlimactic. I Like, I walked up to him and I was like, hey, it looks like you've been through a lot. <laughs> and, and he goes, you don't know what I've been through. And I was like, you look like you could use a cigarette. <laughs> he goes, I don't have any cigarettes. And I'm like, let's go to 7-Eleven. We will get cigarettes. And so... <laughs> I, you know, I, I unplugged my phone because I was like, well, at least I can charge my phone. If <laughs> you know, uh, I, uh, my phone was fully charged. I was very smart. <laughs> I unplugged my phone. We go outside. We go to my car. I drive. I I did what you do to any animal that you don't want. I drove him to a 7-Eleven in a neighborhood that he didn't know. And then I left him there.
1: I mean, and I, I just screamed
2: the right all bit. the way home. Yeah. I screamed in my car, just like grip, like white knuckle gripping. the The steering wheel, like, did this really just happen to me? (laughs) Dallas is nuts.
0: Yeah, it sounds Texas Texas is 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 something else. It
2: It is is the the Wild West. West. (laughs) People are fucking. I I know a lot of
1: people who live in Austin, and I know that Austin is like one of the more tame places, for lack of better mm, word.
2: I don't know about that. Austin's crazy. Go to the Austin Drag Fest, Mama. I'm
0: <laughs> I not. Wanna, I want to go we're so going. bad.
2: Yeah. Next time it we is... are
1: able to go, we Well, we're my, going.
0: My, my dear friend Erica Clash is is oh, there her, okay. all the time. Love Erica. What a yeah. sweetheart. Incredible. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So she's always like, you have to go. So I'm like, yes. I, I definitely want to go. It's
2: it it's you know how like everybody like totes drag con is like this big great like family reunion or whatever. But like for the most part, drag con is meant. To sell drag race to you Um, Mostly most of the time at DragCon like the events are You know you're in line to watch a drag race Queen that you're in line to Meet a drag race queen but the Austin Drag Fest is For local performers by local Performers for the most part and So it's it really Is a big Fun ass shit show I can't wait I cannot
1: wait yeah and yeah. like I'm I'm a huge fan of Mr. Kitty who's one of oh, those oh yeah yeah I love I, Mr. I, Kitty every time he comes up to New York I'm like but it's always at like he performs at like midnight and I'm like that's a little past my
2: bedtime yeah I'm an old Mr. Kitty's cool
1: um but I I definitely want to go down there check out him and his hometown I want to check out all of like the local drag. I want to see the weird artists that come in and fly down to Austin Drag Fest. I like,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: Drag Drag con is. I go there to shop and buy discounted yeah. items. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much. That's it. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah. <laughs> but maybe we are reaching the end of our interview. Before we before we wrap up, I do. Uh, we have one question that we love to ask everybody, uh, mm-hmm. and it has become a little bit of a um, controversial question, but. Okay. We want to know if you can identify with any horror creature, uh, whether that be vampires, werewolves, mutants, um, zombies, cryptids, cryptids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be very specific. It could be a specific character or it could aliens be, too. Um, I feel like we need yeah, to throw aliens. We throw in there aliens because there because I
1: think that that doesn't get enough play. Yeah,
0: uh, it could be as as, as um, specific or as. Um, broad as you'd like what what is the, the the creature that you identify with the most
2: um well uh, my my drag character is a dead girl um she's a reanimated dead girl um and and so I would say that as as a drag performer but um outside of like being a performer just like as a person weirdly enough um the Kind of horror monster that I most identify with, I would just for right now the one that like kind of just kind of comes to mind that I think about often is um, slashers, serial killers. Um, like because because it's so real, but also like you know again one of the reasons why I love like Jennifer Tilly in Bride of Chucky is because she's just this person who uh cl- like clearly has made her um <laughs> her her um uh, sociopathic shortcomings into her whole aesthetic and decided to make it fabulous um but also one thing about like my favorite kind of killers in a horror movie um is someone who who just kills people like there's no real reason there's no vengeance there's no like uh there's no being a moralist it's like that i think that's equally the most yeah like i i kill people like you know the the whole like dexter thing like you know well very it, much
0: like the strangers
2: the, well yeah like you were home you know it, it's it's like you just happened to you just happen to like to be a monster, and I think that's equally as terrifying as it is relatable to myself as a queer person and as a as an artist. Um, is that you know if I'm going to be a monster, I might as well just look fabulous doing it. So fully, yeah. I I told myself if I if, if I were to Um, well, I mean, like, once I... If I survive past 45. um, It was 35, but I'm kind of creeping up to that. So now it's 45. Um, I'm going to... Me, and um, I know for a fact that Judas is already down to do this. Um, Me, Judas, Porter, and Steph are probably all, at that point, going to get uh, Cock Destroyer tits. Uh, And then we're all going to, like, just keep building, like, a, a small little commune um uh around uh in on our land and like maybe buy out like a saloon in Jefferson Texas which is the most haunted uh town in Texas. It's a riverfront district. It's cursed. I used to work there. It's oh mama. You don't know, I but I want to live there and go I just want to wanna, Texas. I just want to be a big old chain-smoking woman, you know, um with huge tits, terrible makeup, great hair. Um but uh, uh, but Jefferson, Texas, Mama, real quick. Um, I used to work there in a haunted corn maze. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, it was a haunted corn maze and haunted train ride. It wasn't until later that they got a house too; they could finally afford one. Um, but it's it's this old riverfront district that is cursed. Uh, the story is is that um, J- they have ghost hunts all year round, and it's like it, it's it's a it's a town that like closes down after four p.m. Uh, great antiquing, but um, it is it has the most haunted hotel, the Excelsior Hotel. Um, Steven Spielberg has a ghost story from there. I, I was uh,
1: gonna say I've heard that name before, actually.
2: Yeah, and um, it, it, it's it, it was a Civil War capital too, um, and so all these like Confederate ghosts and shit—they're <laughs> in this hell for being racist um, But it, the the big thing was there was a railroad tycoon named Jay Gould. Um, from dallas who he wanted to um he wanted to for trade to put a railroad down through jefferson texas and jefferson was like no we already have a river that you know i, I forget which river it is i think it's the sabine or the red or whatever um but it goes down to, to new orleans um it has like it's a it's like a tiny little new orleans because it's it there was a direct way for them To get the steamboats down to New Orleans So all their trade was done through the river And so they're like we don't need A railroad Well Jay Gould who was staying at the Excelsior Hotel Said uh, He famously wrote in the guest book May bats roost in your belfries May weeds uh, Grow in the pavement Whatever, um, and may your river dry up. And the river dried up, and the town has been cursed ever since. There's been a whole bunch of um, unexplained murders, uh, famous murders. Um, yeah, it's 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 a cursed town. <laughs>
1: I've heard. Like as you were saying this, I literally like whispered to Dottie. I'm like, this sounds really familiar. Yeah, yeah. And I think that in my deep dives for like true ghost stories and stupid yeah. shit like that, that I love engrossing myself in I think I've come across a story before but I have the memory of a goldfish goldfish yes yeah. because like <laughs> I, I like weed a lot um yeah. is that exactly. I'm just like I this sounds familiar I can't tell you when I heard this or where I heard this but I could tell you that I heard it
2: <laughs> yeah it's it, it, it's it's very it's it's just such an interesting story and um it's about 20 minutes away from um uh, it's twenty minutes away from like where my the land is that I'm gonna re- retire on at some point.
0: <laughs> Looks like we're going to visit Mimi. Yeah. There you and, go. Yeah.
2: Come on oh, down, come glamping. Yeah. Come out uh, come out to the you know.
0: I, here's yeah. I only glamp. I only glamp. <laughs>
2: it's so, it's funny so funny because uh, I think Judas and Porter want so bad to um, Judas and Porter want so bad to like go camping on the land. Um, and then me and Steph are like, Why? There's no Wi-Fi.
1: That's that's my vibe. I that is that. honestly my vibe. I'm like I could I like being outside in nature, but then I like going and sitting on like a bed or a couch. Yes,
2: I, oh, I love, love air conditioning and I hate I the outside. Uh,
1: see, <laughs> she I, right, hates I like,
2: the heat. She I does like not outside. The sweat. I
1: hate the heat. I like oh, the thing is. Good luck
2: like, coming to Texas. Things,
0: yeah, I know there is a small window of opportunity I'll come in where I can get her to sit outside and have a cocktail. Oh yes, in the in this much of the fall,
2: yeah, uh, Yeah. this (laughs) much of the spring,
0: and that's it. That's it. So even yesterday,
1: um, we have our friend here, uh, Carbon, and we went out yesterday for lunch, and I was sitting outside, and I was like half in the shade. I was like, "Oh, this is nice." It was like sixty degrees. It was breezy. Then the sun started coming up on me, and I was like, "I'm melting. I have to move. I have to leave." I was like, (laughs) "I'm sweating." I can't do this and I already started freaking out and he was like what are we going to do this summer?
2: Yeah. Girl, why couldn't we have I-, I don't know. Why why couldn't we have um uh canceled pride like one more year? <laughs> you know, like I don't want to be on that float. No, because there's no gigs. Like, I mean, there's a few there's I have great Alaskan performers. There's a spooky Alaskan performer. Her name is uh, Bonicula Blank, I believe, or Bonicula Blanc. Um, and uh, she uh, she's a burlesque performer. She's a she's like a dark demoness. Uh, and I'm like, where do you where do you perform in Alaska? I'm going
1: <laughs> to look her up right now. Yeah, no, yeah. if that's I mean, that is very the vibe, but maybe to yeah. retire. I just I can't deal with yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I love I the like idea I of retiring retire. and being just, like, a, a, a psychopath, psychopath in the middle of the woods. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, I'm already a psychopath, like, in the middle of my life. Like, yes. in the middle of our little city, I'm a psycho. I'm True. like, this is... Ooh, I'm looking up a Niki LeBlanc, and she is gorgeous. Yeah.
2: yeah. She really is. Like, she's she's real cool. She, she stopped by my studio, and, like... Those she was bangs. Kind of like, Where do
1: you...? I know, her bangs are what I wanted my bangs to be, but yeah. I never had... That's why I don't like the heat because if you sweat even slightly,
0: those bangs look terrible.
2: They retain so much heat.
0: <laughs> so, Mei-Mei, we've reached the end of our interview. Um, mm-hmm. I want to thank you so much for for joining us and for speaking with us. We really, really appreciate your time. I and you I want to I, mean. I want to
1: get weird in Texas. Yes,
2: yes. we're gonna get weird in
0: Texas. But before we let you go, uh, we want you to plug your socials. Um, we already mm-hmm. mentioned where people can hear your music, but why don't you mention it again just for everybody?
2: Yeah. Um, so, you uh, if you happen to be in Dallas, you can check me out on uh, Mondays. That's Cassie Nova's Freak Show. Um, also, uh, that's at JR's Dallas. I'm also performing at the Rose Room now that we've opened up again uh, twice this month, which is pretty big for a guy like me. Um, and uh, Sue Ellen's is opening up in June, so that's really exciting. So, like, I'll be on the block. And um, you can check out where I'm performing, what I'm doing, um, everything. You can get my music on Bandcamp. That's ex- that's where I get the most money. Um, you can go to com to find that. Just click the music link. Uh, you can also check out uh, com and ch- buy a t-shirt. Um... I'm trying to get more CDs in. I have a few new things coming up. Um, I, if you check my Patreon, you can get my uh, EP that is a Patreon exclusive called uh, Goth Bitch Summer Hits Volume One, where it's a cover EP. I love that. Covers such it's as uh, Cherry Bomb, <laughs> um, Kiss Me Deadly, School's Out, and Violet by Hole, as well as Blue Velvet. Oh, very nice. So oh it's a lot of different like I summer hits, um, but as a as a, a vaporwave album um working on a book, working on a new album. Those will be released simultaneously. Um hopefully either by the end of this year or next year. And uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's it.
0: That's great. Um and then uh just tell everyone your your Instagram, your Twitter.
2: Oh yeah, um Twitter May Graves, Instagram May Graves. Um M A Y M A Y G R A V E S. May like the month, Graves like a gravestone. Um, you can check out my Cash App, which is Mamey Graves, and my Venmo, which is uh, Mamey Graves LLC, because I am an LLC. Yes. Yes. she's a businesswoman. Yeah. yeah, I have to pay taxes on me.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so annoying. But... We
2: love a businesswoman.
0: Well, Mamey, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate all of your time. Thank you so much for joining us. We had a lovely time, and we did. We definitely can't wait to come and and hang out with you in Texas.
2: Absolutely, come on down.
0: It's gonna be wonderful Can't wait Well unfortunately Now we need to send you Back into the afterlife <laughs> Condemn your spirit Back to the grave but
1: at, uh, but at least you'll get Hopefully some Venmo money
0: Hopefully some Venmo money And hopefully you won't have uh, Any more spooky Johns
2: uh, You know what I, I've, I've, I've really given up on, uh, on that altogether I stopped taking preps So that's a good reason For me to stop Having sex altogether Antidepressants mama They keep you non-sexual <laughs>
0: Bring down that libido.
2: Yeah, Lexapro makes sex a no. <laughs>
1: wow. I mean, honestly, I will say
2: that's SSRIs, Truth. girl. Oh, All right. She
1: was on them for a little bit, and I was like, "What sex? I don't know what this <laughs> is." Well, we're, we, we're gonna get
0: we're gonna get our sage. We're gonna get at our palisanto.
2: Yeah. Well, never forget, you still can't kill pure evil. <laughs> I was oh. like,
1: shoot, there's always going to be a little part of her with us. We're going to cleanse
0: this space. All right. Uh, well, May, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you. And that was our interview with Maymay Graves.
1: I loved it.
0: Texas ghoul and dead girl and dead girl musician. After, dead
1: girl after my own
0: heart. Dead girl after dark. And we love it. We want to thank Mame for, com- for coming for coming onto our show. We we thoroughly enjoy her, and um, it was a lot of fun. It was a good
1: interview. It was a lot of fun. Texas um, is
0: weird, y'all. Texas is really wild, and uh, I can't wait to go.
1: <laughs> I know, I, honestly, I can't either.
0: So many murders, but also like
1: Austin Drag Fest. I mean, I know oh, I've been wanting to go for a for while, real? but like pandemic happened, yeah. life happened. Well,
0: you're almost fully vaxxed. I'm fully vaxxed. Well, actually, Patrick by the time by vaxxed. the time this
1: comes out. I will be You'll fully You'll be
0: fully vexed. And remember, it will be the day before my birthday, which is also the day before Mother's Day. Um, and uh, hooray. Hooray for that. Send us money.
1: Yeah, just send us money. On the Because I was like, it must be nice because my birthday was still like half canceled this year. I know.
0: But we still got to go and see and it Roro. Was my,
1: it was my second birthday in a pandemic. But we got to it see
0: Rhoda Stone do her bingo. We do. We which love Miss Roro. We had a she fun is, time.
1: Quite the staple in the Westchester County drag community. We
0: had had a fun time getting to see Roro and and actually be out and not stuck in our homes for your birthday. Yeah, but,
1: you know, I just, I want to, I want to do something that is not heavily restricted.
0: Yeah. Well, before, before we go, we wanted to just remind you all about uh, where you can contact us, where you can follow us. Uh, So you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Mm -hmm. I Spit In Your Mouth. Uh, and you can also go to our website, which is https colon slash slash you know how that whole internet thing works. I spit in your dot com. Um, and did you really? Just I did the that. Whole I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. But that was messy. Anyway, I spit in your mouth dot com. You can listen to our episodes as they air directly on the website. Or it will also give you the links to where you can listen to it on all of the different platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, all the deals, you know? Like, do
1: people really listen to podcasts on anything but Spotify and Apple Podcasts? They do, actually.
0: It's, like, really interesting. Uh, We get a decent amount of listeners on on Stitcher. So if you're listening on Stitcher, shout out to you. Um, but if you're listening in
1: general, shout out. Yes,
0: to. honestly, uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Our, we have we've been averaging over a hundred downloads a like a month, which is really good. Um, is that? It is. I want more. Tell your friends. Tell your friends Tell about your friends. our podcast. Uh, also, if you know somebody who's ooky spooky or you yourself are ooky spooky or your mom is ooky spooky, and I, I you don't want to talk to. Your I want to talk to your mom. I do please. Not. Email us at podcast at gmail.com and let us know. Uh, we actually do have our next episode is coming from an individual who emailed us. So that's super fun. I'm excited about that. Um, so email us. Tell us what you like about the podcast. Tell us what you don't like about the podcast. Um, we're and not- I will
1: say, I think that hopefully in the near future, we will be planning our first live Podcast yes. recording with our guests.
0: First live pa- live po- podcast recording. We are me. hoping to get um, a
1: podcast that we are friends with, fans of. I'm not going to say who it is yet, um, but I'm sure if you follow us, you know that we are very big fans of this podcast and the people that run it, and we are hoping to arrange a live recording
0: soon. Absolutely. and um, It's going to
1: be messy. And we also One have... of them doesn't drink, no. so
0: like... It'll be
1: fine. It'll be fine. We'll make it work. It'll be fine. We
0: also have so many other projects in the works that thanks to this podcast we um, aren't even considering. Because I never would have thought about doing a film festival if it wasn't for this podcast. So um, if you love us, you want to support us, share share us with your friends, share us on your social medias, tell people about it. Because the best way that we can get more more listeners is for you to... um,
1: and honestly, Share I mean, a bitch wants to be sponsored. Yeah. So. By we have Prosecco. Honestly, if we don't have to work as much, we could give you more podcast episodes. So. That's right.
0: LaMarca Prosecco, sponsor us. Please.
1: And even one of those, like... Por favor. Por favor. Please. <laughs> give me Prosecco.
0: Yeah. Sponsored Prosecco. That'd be great. Uh, so, as we do every episode we want to thank you guys for listening Believe- she
1: is at dotty spartans i am at
0: Gulia spartans that's right you know right. how to spell it don't you know. be a dumbass and, it, and if not it's down in the show notes yeah our, all of our links are in the show notes i don't know why i'm pointing down like you can see me but i am so please make sure that you check our show notes for uh, our website our email our instagrams all that stuff uh, as well as may may's socials You can also see that in the show notes. Um, And
2: And if
1: you're in Texas, go support Maymay locally. Yeah, 100%. She's she's getting back out there doing gigs. Um, Her and the Graves family. Yeah. Seems like they are making their way out there into the world again post-COVID. Oopy, spoopy. Go ahead and support your local Oopy, spoopy drag performers.
0: And please, if you're not vaccinated yet... Um, then you should still be wearing your mask outside. Mm-hmm. But those of us who are, or are vaccinated, we can go outside without our masks on. Ooh, so, love that. Um, mm, but I But please got- make sure that you're mm. washing your hands. You are getting vaccinated because everyone over the age of 16 can get vaccinated. Well, in New
1: York. In New York. In New York. I don't know where it is I don't know about it where all else. around the country. Well, well, but I feel like I feel like we're getting there. I feel like,
0: you know, you should like try. If you if you can't just like
1: I feel like you probably can Pretend you're, like,
0: that you're older. If, if you know. are in the US, um. you could
1: probably get vaccinated.
0: Uh and most importantly. Creep it real. Creep it fucking real. Bitch.